The Deep Dive with Nick Baby. Welcome to the Deep Dive Podcast with Nick Babel. I'm your host, Nick Babel. Today, I have friend and repeat guest, Adam Seaman. He is on, and we are going to talk UFOs, Unidentified Flying Objects. Um, it's a topic that's really blowing up, um, literally, maybe. Uh, so... First off, welcome to the back to the podcast, Adam. Thanks, man. Um, Adam's my second repeat um, person to do the podcast. We did the mafia episode, which you guys can check out. It's a uh, it's actually the my second most listened to episode. So, um, you know, you got a lot of pressure on you to keep the, you know. <laughs> I'm a man of many hats. <laughs> so, this is a subject, you know, a little background info. Um, when I was getting the podcast ready, I wanted to do a practice one, and Adam and I talked this out. Um, and it was a good podcast episode, it was good practice and stuff, but, um, you know, it never. It never got out, so now we're going to do this for real, and there's a lot of stuff happening in this uh, subject right now that's really interesting. So um, first off, I think it's important that we kind of give our backgrounds and our, you know, like opinions on this subject. Um, you had a UFO experience when you were younger, right? Tell us about that. Yeah, so and, and just for the record, telling the story never gets old nice so <clears throat> I tell it the same every time you know it's what i remember so at the time i mean always you know my dad he was always in the band yep so doc, rock. doc rock that's right and uh so dad uh had a piano player in this particular band and he was Jewish, and he invited us to a Seder dinner, which I'm still not sure what that is. But um, so we went there, and uh, the only other memory from that night besides seeing what I saw was how terrible and tasteless the food was. <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> so uh, I, I don't exactly remember how. Uh, I don't. I don't remember the events leading up to it. How old? Uh, are you? Oh God! About. Like, it had to have been around 1990, maybe maybe a little later. So, eight, nine, ten years old. And uh, there's a commotion outside. Oh, let's go check this out. So I get out there. I look up. And wouldn't you know it, UFO. And this wasn't the kind of UFO where it's a light in the sky doing weird things and from a distance or whatever. It was, I can't say it was up close, but it was closer. Because it was a black triangle. And there were lights on each 
you know, toward each corner. And what I, I'm pretty sure there was not a light in the middle. But, you know, as a, as a kid, everything looks bigger when you're a kid, you know? Right. You grow up and you're like, wow, that, you know, that was much bigger when I was a kid, you know? So I'm assuming maybe this UFO wasn't as big as I thought. It was, sure looked big to me then. Um, I remember the only, the only reason why you could tell, this was at night, you know? And... uh the only reason why you could tell it was a black triangle is because it was blacker than the night sky. You know, it, it blocked out oh. the stars besides the lights, you know. And uh, <clears throat> it just slowly, very slowly, just moved across the sky. Not a sound in the world. You know, and I'm staring at it and I'm looking at it. And I'm like, man, like, what the fuck? And, uh, yeah, I don't know. Something came over me, and I got scared, and I ran inside. And I wish I hadn't done that, you know, because I would like to have seen what happened to it, you know. Where did it go? Right. But, I mean, my, my parents were out there, you know, half, maybe everyone was out there from the the get-together, you know. Everybody saw it. Have you ever asked anybody, like, in recent years that was there about it? No, I, I haven't seen. I don't remember who was there. Yeah, you were pretty young. Really, probably most people I don't even know, you know. You should ask your mom about it sometime. Yeah. You know, see what yeah. she remembers. Because, yeah. So, since then, then you've uh, obviously been a, a believer in it. Yep. Um, well, it's it's sort of a, a catch twenty two of uh, you know seeing is believing, right? Because I don't have to believe; I saw it, you know, and it was a no brainer, no brainer. You know, we, we didn't have like that. We didn't have anything like that in the nineties. Right. You know, we sure as hell don't have it now. You know, and not over central New York. You know, it's not like it's a big military training area or anything. No, no, you know. People could pass it off as a stealth or whatever, but you know, skeptics and shit. But why would it be there? No, so that wasn't a stealth. You know, it, it made no sound. It barely moved, and it was it was like ten times bigger than a goddamn jet. You know. Yeah. <clears throat> so, personally, I've seen you know weird lights in the sky. You know, nothing ever, nothing super impressive, nothing where I ever stopped and was like, well, what was that? You know, I always think jet, plane, some sort of, you know, something. And I'd say up until pretty recently, I've been uh, uh, fairly skeptical on the issue. I mean, I believe there's, I believe there's aliens. Um, it just makes sense scientifically that in all these universes that we haven't even got to yet, that there's, you know, there's intelligent life. It just makes sense scientifically and mathematically that that would be the case. Um, and I always, my always thought was, well, you know, have any of them actually visited here? And if so, 
you know, why hasn't it, what other than Roswell and that whole thing, how come it was never like super mainstream? If, you know, where was the independence day type thing? Not, not the violent murderous aliens or anything like that, but you would think, I mean, at least I would think like, how come, you know, we just haven't had a legit visitor that everybody's seen, but you know, I kind of get why we wouldn't, um, you know, maybe July, yeah. 1952, Washington, DC radar is picking up a, a group of, of blips. Don't know what the hell it is. They send jump jets up after it. UFOs. They're chasing it. They're chasing it. They're not even coming close. Gone. Sometime later, they're back. Right over the White House. Send jets up to chase them. Gone. Very famous. July 1952. Who was president? Eisenhower. Which, by the way, is, if you know your conspiracies, he supposedly made a deal with aliens. (laughs) Blah, blah, blah. Who knows at this point, honestly. A lot of stuff coming out. That's pretty crazy. Um, But yeah, so 1952, they call it the year of the UFO. So many sightings. Uh, A lot of them unidentified still. Uh, And uh, the ones over the White House were some of the most famous. In fact, I believe there are, honest to goodness, pictures. Not sure, but pretty sure there are pictures of it. Yeah. I mean, I would say within like the last year or so, I've kind of maybe gone from being, uh, you know, I'm still skeptical as a person, but I'm thinking, you know, I've just heard these stories about really massive, like, you know, Mexico city, or, uh, I forget this, you know, some ones down in Southern States where people all over the state on this one night, um, there's a big one in New Jersey. uh, I think in the, 80s where like people all over new jersey saw the same thing um i'm not super sourced in in exact years and stuff but you know hearing all that stuff and then all the stuff that's coming to light recently it's uh i think my opinions change where there's definitely ufos i mean it's nice to hear really yeah just the term unidentified flying object. There's so a the lot term of it. has actually changed. It's unidentified aerial phenomena. UAPs. So UAF? UAPs. Okay. So, oh, uh, yeah. no, I do know how to spell UAP. <laughs> um, so, so to get rolling on that, it all started four years ago. Uh, she's an author, Leslie Keene. Uh, put out a story in the New York Times in 2017 that revealed the existence of a government program that, you know, investigated UFOs. 
Now, ever since Project Blue Book closed in the late 60s, I believe, the government, you know, has denied, they deny UFOs completely, but they denied that they were ever keeping track or investigating them, you know. Case closed, you know, it's all, it's all bunk. Well, when 2017 comes, boom, okay, whoops, um, we're lying, you know, we do investigate them. Right, which everybody, everybody knew, anyways. I mean, everybody knew. Well, I say that, but you know, skepticism had won out for the last like 40, 50 years. I don't think it's a bad word. It's a good. It's good to be skeptical. But good to be skeptical, but it's not good to be in the business of skepticism. Well, it's not good. It's not going to use skepticism to cover up real facts. When you already have your mind made up, yeah. When you already have your mind made up and you're coming up with anything under the stars except what it obviously not what it obviously is, but it obviously isn't, you know? Right. That's that's bullshit. I agree with that. I mean... I just don't see skepticism as a bad word, but I get what you mean, where you draw a conclusion and it's a, that's it, you know, whatever. Like, uh, you can't do but that because that's not science. The skeptic's supposed to be open-minded, right? Yeah, that's the whole point. So, a, so lot not of the skeptics, a lot of the prominent skeptics, like Mick West, can't stand the guy. So this guy goes out of his way to uh, uh, debunk right. uh, UFOs, even though it's just it's absolutely ridiculous. So, so for instance, um, let's say, uh, okay, uh, I don't know. Have you seen the most recent uh, video released by the Navy? Or actually, this one was leaked, not released. It was leaked. I saw the uh, one that, that we looked at like a month or two ago. Was there a okay. new one? Oh, God, there's so many. Yeah. So many, really. Uh, so this one, it shows it shows a circle. It's an infrared camera. So, with, you know, the circle's black. Everything else is, like, white and gray. So the circle's moving across the water, and then it stops, and then slowly descends into the water. So oh, it's a balloon, you know? This guy's, yeah. it's a balloon. It's everything's, a, everything's a fucking balloon, right? Have you thought about you know it's it's a simple it's all it's all he he tweeted it's a balloon it's it's just a big misunderstanding okay so okay for one you're you're literally just taking the video they don't just have video mind you when they took that video there were fourteen other unidentified flying objects in the sky oh. this is a video of one there were fourteen others. They have radar data. They have all this corroborating data. You know what I mean? This guy doesn't take, he can't take any of it because the data hasn't been released. You know what I mean? But he he, he just looks at it and says, it's a balloon. You know, it's a balloon. Well, I mean, I think that's the problem. And I mean, you know, not that both sides an issue, which, you know, can be problematic in and of itself, but 
you know, it's kind of, I guess, it kind of reminiscent of like a political effect where, you know, you got somebody that just has this ideology and they're so into it that they're never going to move on it. They're, it's always going to be, this is bullshit. That's a balloon. That's, you know, it's, uh, you know, unknown military technology, foreign or domestic, um, which is an explanation for some things. But then, wait, wait, one sec. But then on the other side of it, you get these guys that are kooks that every little thing they see in the sky is, oh yeah, you know, a Martian that's took their cow and, you know, probed their assholes in space, you know. And you got to be like, you know, fuck those guys too, because they yeah. make it hard to take that seriously. Yeah, the UF, yeah. Um, his name escapes me at the moment, but there's a guy who, oh, um, uh, Stephen Greer. So uh, a leading ufologist for some, but for most, I think, you know, he's a kook. Yeah. And he makes a, the reason for that, he makes money. He makes a lot of money off of the subject, you know? Right. And it's, he's just, he's disingenuous. And I mean, maybe, maybe not, you know, maybe, I don't know. But um, he's, in, he's increasingly isolated by the UFO community because you got these other guys leading the charge with real, you know, real footage and real, you know, information. And yeah. It's being, you know, verified by the government. Yeah, I mean, that's where this stuff gets bogged down. And I'm sure that it's, that's where it's got to me where, you know, you see these different guys and you're like, what's their agenda? And I mean, it's probably both on both ends. Yes. I, well, that was my other, that was the other point I was going to say is that, um, you know, you can call it a conspiracy if you want, but I mean, it, you know, the government went out of their way to push the skeptical kind of explanations, Venus, swamp gas, you know what I mean? Yeah. <clears throat> Anything, you know, and that, that's, I feel like, maybe even skepticism was kind of born out of that, you know? Yeah. And uh, like you said, who's to say they don't have an agenda, you know? No. They're paid to, to debunk, you know, or to put down whatever you want to call it. Right. You Another know? interesting, like, thought exercise on this whole thing is, and I, I wonder what your opinion on this is, do we think these U- um UFOs or what do you call them? Um, aerial phenomenon. Um, let's say they are extraterrestrial, or at least some of them are. Do we think they're manned or whatever you term, or un- or have they all been unmanned? Makes a little more sense to me just with distance to a, a livable planet which we don't know how far that is. Are these, are a lot of these unmanned drones, so to speak, or do you think there's been legit ones that had aliens in them? Well, we'll call it, we'll call it a drone just for the sake of, cause that's how we know it as, you know what I mean? Right. Like the things we send to Mars, you know, they're, they're drones. You know, right. More or less, you know, 
but um, typically, so uh, okay, I'll give an example here. Um, Commander David Fravor uh, was piloting his aircraft off the coast of uh, Catalina Island off the California coast in 2004, I believe it was 2004. It's known as the USS Nimitz encounters. So this guy's everywhere. Fravors, he's got all the credentials. The guy's as solid as you, of a witness as you could ever want. So he encountered the now famous Tic Tac UFO. And, uh, uh, I've seen him many times say that, uh, you know, that the Tic Tac knew he was there. So him and his, his wingman, who's actually a, a female, who just recently came out for the first time to tell her story, right. which is awesome. Hashtag UFO Twitter. <clears throat> and uh, so while she circled the... Um, Okay, so the the tic tac was hovering over the water, and it was making like the the water like boil or bubble. It was disturbing the water. Why I don't know. Very weird. And um, so Fravor went down for a closer look as she uh, circled overhead, you know. And um, as he got closer, the tic tac was coming up to meet him as he was coming down, and he said, you know. You know, he doesn't know if it was manned or not, but it was, it certainly knew he was there. It was aware of him. Yeah, it was aware. It knew it was there, you know. Uh, I think it, you know, played a little hide and go seek with him or something and then gone. Interesting. Gone. Now, to kind of keep going on this, you know, thought of extraterrestrials being in the, the craft. What are your overall thoughts on, and I mean, I know this is a big, you know, I don't want to get too deep into this, but what are your overall thoughts on Roswell? Because a lot of the things with Roswell is legitimate extraterrestrial beings being found. So, (sighs) crash retrieval is actually a really big thing right now. Um, Lou Elizondo, who was the former head of ATIP, which was the government program that was tracking and investigating UFOs that was revealed in 2017, has said many times now that um, the U.S. government is in possession of exotic material. And uh, he just mentioned something, too, about Roswell. And... um, Another guy, Jacques Vallée, who's a longtime UFO researcher and is actually the inspiration for the movie Close Encounters of the Third Kind, uh, just came out with a new book called Project Trinity, which tells of a a UFO crash in New Mexico in, oh, I want to say 1950. Um, Yeah, so Jacques Vallée does his homework, you know what I mean? He's... He's uh, he has the reputation he has because he he don't fib, you know. He does yeah. the due diligence and he finds things out. 
So, I mean, besides the fact that videos are being released and leaked and all this, you got, you know, Lou Elizondo dropping these little Easter eggs everywhere. Yeah. Uh, about having, you know, maybe not necessarily entire UFOs, but certainly things that are unexplained. Right. Well, I like how you talked about like these legitimate people dropping hints or, you know, really looking into it. Um, But again, we can speculate personal feelings. Do you think we have any physical proof, not of aircraft of actual extraterrestrial, like, bodies or live or that's a good question it's tough because we obviously don't know so oh gosh who just said that oh uh um it's in that book project trinity about um was it was it that book I just I just read something where um, uh, it said a lot of the times uh, if it, so let's just assume here um, when a when a UFO would crash as this supposedly happened like a dozen times they would just leave the bodies there and they would come get their own. Oh, that's an interesting thought. And I I it, it either. God, I, I can't. I just read it. I assume it's from the book Project Trinity. Right. I think that's where I saw it. Hmm. Oh, yeah. I was listening to a podcast and um, the co author was on it. And that's what she said. Hmm. Her source, I don't remember. But. Right. That's just a, I don't know. Just when I start really thinking about this, that, that's one of the places my mind always goes is. You know, are we talking technology or are we talking man technology? Well, so I'll I'll tell you this. Think about where we are right now and think, you know, who who thought we'd ever be here, you know? So if they, you know, they are real and they are from somewhere else, then who's to say, you know, who's to say we don't have bodies or, um, you know, uh, for instance, Richard Dolan asked Lou Elizondo about, the majestic 12 so there was this memo this government document that uh referred to 10 or 12 guys as the majestic 12 and uh they were supposedly like the you know super secret uh heads of the government uh you know uh ufo you know superstructure or whatever And um, it's one of those things where even for ufologists, even for the mainstream ufology, it was, it was you know, uh, pretty much cast aside as, as uh, non-existent bullcrap, you know, more or less. It wasn't, it wasn't a mainstream belief. It was for the, the fringe, you know. Right. But yeah, here's Richard Dolan asking uh, Mr. Elizondo about it. And you know, he, he asked him, and I sent you the thing, you know, is there, he asked, uh, basically, um, you know, 
have you heard of any any groups like the Majestic 12 or uh, Zodiac? And he's like, yes, absolutely. He's like, okay, um, I have a, you know, a reason for asking this um, something about Zodiac. And again, he says, yes, you know. And he's like, okay, so what what can you tell us about that? And he says, I can't tell you anything, you know. But just him saying, you know, yep. Yeah, just, he didn't, you know, he didn't there's go. A government, yeah, there's a government body out there that, you know, like Majestic 12 or Zodiac that does what they do or whatever that is, you know? Yeah. Hmm. I mean, that's interesting to think about. But... Well, you know, um, just like the whole, you know, there's many, like, layers of this shit coming out almost daily. Well, we're, yeah. we're going to definitely get into that. I, I want to do one more one more preamble thing and i think it's kind of a funny you know anecdotal thing that you think about um but honestly it's kind of one of those things where film probably gets the idea right so you would think with all these ex-presidents and especially the last dipshit that you know, couldn't even keep trees in a secret that they would, you know, come out and be like, yeah, you know, I saw this, 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 but if you remember the movie Independence Day, uh, classic, um, when the, when the president asked the one guy, secretary of defense or whoever it was, and he goes, plausible deniability. You know, that's why we don't tell anybody. And that's where a group like those groups you were mentioning, that's where they would make sense because instead of telling some asshole that won the popularity contest to be a figurehead or whatever, however you think of the president. Before eight years would be someone else. Um, It would make sense that it was more of a, you know, a think tank or somebody that, could you know kind of do stuff you know without oversight which probably dangerous too but that would make sense so i don't know what do you think about that do you think that's kind of one of those things where a movie gets the idea right oh yeah yeah i think that makes sense yeah it's just you know i thought about i used to think about that too like really you know that's the whole th- problem with conspiracies in general is you can't get get 20 people to keep a fucking secret for nothing. Well, this is, you know, um, and another thing, too, is like um, there's always legal implications, too. You right. know what I mean, if you the only, the only people that know that kind of stuff have super security clearances that like they can't break for life, you know what I mean? Yeah. Break that you're going you're going away for a long time. Um oh you get abstained. You could, you know. <laughs> that kind of that kind of secret, who you know, who knows? Oh, um yeah, so a lot of you know, there I don't know, since what, Clinton? 
there's always a kind of push to ask the president about UFOs, you know, when they get in the office. Yeah. Ask him about UFOs. And to me, that never made sense, you know, like, what the hell, you know? And they say, oh, yep, yep, you know, I'm going to get to the bottom of this and finally reveal. They never do, yeah. you know? Why is that, you know? Probably because, you know, maybe they ask and, you know, oh, <laughs> no, no, they no, no, Mr. President, you know, yeah. Or, well, or they kinda, know and they say, you know, shut the fuck up. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's kind of interesting you bring up Clinton because very famously, one of his main guys there, that Podesta. Yeah, Podesta. Is a big UFO guy. Yeah, he's and a big he was Back then, he was like, he was all in. I mean. One of the, one of the biggest guys right now is Christopher Mellon, who was a assistant secretary of defense for two presidents, uh, Bush and Obama, I believe. Yeah. It's really it's getting it's getting interesting. So let us, you know, let us move on to the deep dive portion of the podcast. And and I think that's a perfect segue is let's go over, you know, the recent history of this where it's kind of turned from conspiracy, you know, half fiction, half whatever to uh really i don't know how the best way to put it um for real for real but but more like uh just really aggressive almost reality that they can't even you know it's hard for even those skeptical the really hardcore skeptics to be like this is all bullshit because there's stuff coming out, major newspapers, major news organizations, uh, you know, are reporting on these different things. And there's high up military people that are going, yeah, we saw this. Yeah, this is, you know, and like you mentioned, 2017, is that where we should start 2017 or? or Yeah. So, so 2004, Okay. So 2004 was when the, the Nimitz had those encounters. Yeah. yeah. So think about that. Uh, you know, that was almost 20 years ago, but it only recently is coming to light. You know, nobody. Uh, see, I well, I'll ask you. Uh, what was the last big UFO sighting that you can remember? Oh. Um. You know, I a mainstream one. I really can't say. I I always hear I hear the stories, and I, I've probably heard semi recent ones. I mean, I've been just hearing all these ones recently. If that's if that's what you mean, and um, you know, I probably haven't followed it as best I could. I always used to think back to the unsolved mysteries one oh, yeah. with the. It, it was England. Was it Great Britain? Um, yeah, the Rendlesham Forest. Yeah, and I mean, they had they were interviewing colonels and whatever. Like a lot of those guys are still alive. Legit military personnel that saw that stuff. Actually, so, recently, uh, in the last month, uh, supposedly some some pictures came out uh, from that incident. But uh, yeah. I mean that's an older one. Skeptical. But to get to your point, I don't know if 
I've heard a, like recent specific big event story other than um how about the Phoenix Lights? Yes. Yes. That's, That's probably what it is for most people. Yeah. Or Stephenville, Texas. Do and I don't know, I don't know about that one. I definitely the Phoenix Light one. I heard that story. Yeah, so uh you know, um UFOs were kind of a thing of the past, you know. We were led to believe that the government wasn't investigating it. Uh, sightings, you know, seemed to be a thing of the past, you know. Uh, you didn't see it in the news, you know. It was all fringe. It was all a conspiracy, you know. It was relegated yeah. to the to the fiction section, you know. But then uh, well, along comes Leslie Keen and the New York Times. And uh, so not only did they reveal that the government was investigating UFOs, but they also leaked three videos. Uh, the Tic Tac video, a gimbal video. Mm, the th- name of the third one escapes me. But uh, yeah, three videos. And this was in 2017? Yes. So they were leaked. Um, I don't know. A while after the the government, the actually the U.S. Navy uh, confirmed the authenticity of said videos, which was mind blowing, because they, you know, basically admitted these videos are real. They were taken by our pilots. We don't know what they are. Yeah, I remember when that hit. Well, I was gonna say. I don't know if this is the same event because 2017 is a little before, but wasn't there a big like right around when the pandemic was really starting to bubble up in March 2020? Wasn't there like a, another big announcement? It might have been even in May or, or June where something came out and they they kind of officially again said, yeah, there's something there's a lot of UFO activity that we can't explain. No, uh, so much is coming out that uh, the timeline is pretty all jumbled for me. Right. Uh, I, I tell you that the two hot spots um, off off the coast of Virginia Beach, off the coast of Calif- Southeast California. Yeah. Or Southwest California. Virginia say. Beach. Shout out to all my Virginia listeners. That you know. <laughs> uh, and uh, off the coast of Puerto Rico. Oh. So, um, God, you know. Uh, so let's talk about. Uh, so we'll talk about off the coast of California. So. You know, multiple ships being um, buzzed, use a phrase, not not the sound, but being buzzed by, you know, unidentified aerial phenomena for days, for days. They were described, you ready for this one? Yeah. Described as pyramids, not triangles. Not triangles, never described as triangles, but as pyramids. They released, um, released or leaked. 
I, th- I believe it was leaked, but it was confirmed as real. Like minutes after. Um, it's a it's a night vision video of said pyramids. You don't see a pyramid, you see, you know, triangles. Um in the sky, you know, it's blinking, which is weird. You immediately think, oh, it's gotta be a plane. You know, the skeptic, everyone has the little skeptic right. in there. You know, it's a plane. But then you think, oh wait a minute. We're talking about the, the US Navy here. They know what the plane is, you know. It's, it's not a complaint. You know, and all we have is a video. So we don't have all the data, you know. We weren't there, you know. Um, yeah, freaking pyramids, man. Yeah, it's, I'm just looking up right now. Um, yeah, check know, that out. It's a pyramid UFO video. Um, April 29th, 2020. Um, actually, that's even a little early, but no, actually not. It says the Pentagon has officially released three short videos showing unidentified aerial phenomena that had been previously oh, yeah. released by a private company. Yeah. Um, and they wanted to, after a thorough review, the department has determined that the authorized release of these unclassified videos does not reveal any sensitive capabilities or systems. And that's according to the Pentagon spokesperson. Um, so in the, their Navy, they were Navy videos uh, first released between December 2017 and March 2018. Um, so that's, oh, and that's from the, to the STARS Academy of Arts and Sciences, a company co-founded by Blink-182 musician Tom DeLong, who's a big in the UFO community, strangely enough. Well, yeah, I mean, very he, strangely. He's a little out there. But. Well, lately, lately he's lost, I don't know why exactly, but lately he's been losing um, some of his... Uh, support? Yeah, well, they, that's a good word for support, you know. But, I mean, uh, to be honest, he, he kind of started this whole freaking thing. Yeah. I mean, I know he went on Joe Rogan. When those, um, when those, when those three videos that the U.S. Navy released were leaked, it was to the Stars Academy that leaked it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what this article says. And it talks about that David uh, Fravor that you were talking about. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, you can't get much more legitimate than the Pentagon going, yeah, these are real videos. Like, we yeah. don't know what they are. I mean, they don't come out and say. No, and they'll never, you know, no. uh, good ufologists won't say that. Yeah. They won't say it's aliens, but they can tell you. We know we can't tell you it's aliens, but we can tell you what it's not. You know what I right. mean? Yeah, I mean, you know, just to quote this article, I'm not going to read the whole thing, but um, you know, it said members of Congress are are interested in receiving classified yeah. briefings from Navy officials, um, and one specific. Uh, Democratic senator said, if pilots at Oceana or elsewhere are reporting flight hazards that interfere with training or put them at risk, then Senator Warner wants answers. It doesn't matter if it's 
weather balloons, little green men, or something else entirely, we can't ask our pilots to put their lives at risk unnecessarily, said Senator Mark Warren's spokesperson. So, I mean, it's definitely something they're looking into, um, you know, but like you said, they're not going to come out and go, it's Martians or it's, uh, you know, and, you know, we touched on it a little bit, but the other real big skeptical, you know, throwback other than weather balloons and bullshit, you know, shit like that is people will go China. Yeah, China so Chinese technology. It's big drones. It's this is cool because you brought me you brought me back to something I wanted to make sure I said on this podcast. Good. So you know, skeptics will say drones, you know, it's advanced, it's very earthly and it's it's just advanced technology. Russia or China have have leaps and bounds jumped us in technology, let's say. Okay, cool. That would could make sense, you know. Granted, you know, some of these UFOs are dropping 80,000 feet in less than a second or doing 13,000 miles an hour, which is like Mach 27 or something. Yeah. Ridiculous, you know? Yeah. So besides the fact that that just is ridiculous, you got to remember. People got to remember. People, you know, witnesses have been seeing these things, uh, you know, on, on radar of the military you know, on, on radar, um, just, you know, people that know, you know, those people that can tell, like, the distance of things just by looking at it or how fast things go, just right. whatever, you know. I can't do it, but people can. But um, so, you know, UFOs have been have been doing crazy feats of, of aerodynamics and, and physics and defying gravity that you know, the, um, in a, such a way that, you know, it's impossible for humans to do up to this point. Right. For at least 70 years. Yeah. You know what I mean? And if China or Russia had that capability, they would have, they'd be, their space programs would be. If we had that capability. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know, no one has that capability. We wouldn't be having. Elon Musk fucking slowly send shit to Mars or, you know, we'd be doing stuff with it, you know? You know, if 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 you have, you know, what's a good, how can I say this point, but if, like, would, would we have noticed UFOs if they were doing things you know, that didn't defy logic? Right. You know what I mean? And it's been defying logic for at least, and I'm just using Roswell as a starting point, but clearly it is not. Right. But, um, you know, 70 years. Yeah. Seven, when we were flying airplanes, you know, when airplanes were the top, top tier tech, you know? Yeah. And, you so, know. So, call it, so, so dismissing it as a drone or something like that is just ridiculous because. It's before drones. It or... has been doing, you know what I mean? UFOs have been doing that for decades. Yeah. And you can always rule out some stuff with that stuff. And that's good. You know, there's going to be times where it's a bunch of people flying their drones at once or, or uh, 
you know, there is going to be experimental military technology from either us or from other countries, but they're not going to be flying. I mean, U.S. airspace is, I don't want to say it's perfectly tight, but it's pretty restricted that we're not letting China fucking practice flying their new shit over us all the time without starting an incident. China is crafty, you know. They do a lot of crafty shit, but that this has nothing to do with China. Yeah. Or Russia. I agree. It's um you know it's a percentage game, you know, and there's gonna be a percentage of this stuff that is explainable when you get right down to it. It's gonna fall into those categories. But there's enough stuff, especially now, especially now that you think about it, like you said, 70 years ago, just think about our photograph, our video technology that's taken off in those 70 years. You know, some people's people's cell phone cameras are more powerful than fucking cameras that they had in the 90s, than like uh. the best, most expensive camera you could fucking shoot stuff on in 1995. You know, so... You know, there's stuff like you said that just defies physics, gravity, defies um, physics the way we know it. That we know it, yeah, defies uh, our laws of gravity or um, speed, speed barriers that we've never yeah, so, broken. Right, they don't, they don't break, they don't break the the sound barrier. You know, yeah. Just, so, oh God, yeah, no noise, so, nothing. I don't know what the percentage is exactly, but I think it's getting to the point where that percentage is high enough that everybody's taking notice. Where I would people, hope so. You know, uh, yeah. again, we talked about fringes on both sides and whatever, and you can, uh, we didn't even touch, and I don't really want to get into it, the whole, uh, you know, lost time theories and people oh, getting... Like, uh, Abducted, yeah. Abductions and uh, probing and and That's interesting stuff. Dead cattle, um, you know, shit like that. That's I'm not, I'm not. I'm not too schooled on that whole thing, you know. Yeah, but I will say the fire in the sky. Yeah, the that the whole. I feel like they've been sometimes some of the stuff with them has been a little debunked a little bit and questioned at least heavily. Um, you know, I think that's one of those one stories now that um, even like hardcore, you know, people that are into that kind of go, yeah, that's the most famous one, but that's, there's a lot of holes in this, you know, we don't have to get into that whole thing, but that's a whole kind of separate issue, really. Is 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 that part of it? Um, it's, a, it's another another layer, you know. And I think, and I don't know if you agree with this point. I think sometimes that's hurt. That's hurt the UFO theory oh, yeah. because when people start hearing that stuff, then they go. People jump on. They want notoriety. They want money. Who knows? You, know? you get that, and then you get the people that are like. This is mental illness. This is, you know, 
know, um, the lost time stuff's interesting. And, uh, you know, I have, um, there's a very fairly recent unsolved mysteries with the new unsolved mystery. I don't know if you saw those on Netflix. There was one, there was a UFO one. Berkshire County. Yeah. And I think it was the one that talked about some, um, lost time things on that episode, uh, one of those episodes. And, you know, it seemed like upstanding people that never had issues in the rest of their life. You know, they, they're like 70 or 80 now or whatever. And it was like, you know, there, there was the one lady in it. She's like, she's like, this is like the first time I've done an interview about this. Cause I didn't want people thinking I was nuts or making stuff up. I didn't, I don't want, I never wanted anything from this. I never wanted this to even happen, but it was kind of interesting. That was the one where they were driving her. I think her mother was driving and then all of a sudden they woke up and the grandma was driving and she hadn't driven in 10, 15 years. You know what I mean? Like they switched who was in what seats and the grandma's like, what the fuck am I doing driving? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, she probably didn't swear, you know, nice old lady, but who knows? Who knows? But it was like one of those things where nobody remembered and it'd been like four or five hours or something. So, I mean, that's going off topic a little bit, but that's another little interesting wrinkle. And, um, you know, I think sometimes some parts of that maybe help get people interested in the topic and then some parts of that lose people, you know? So speaking of, uh, uh, Easter eggs, let me drop one on you right now. Yeah. So this came out yesterday. So this is uh, Lou Elizondo talking to Max Moskowitz. Um, probably another interview. Uh, Lou's been doing tons and tons of interviews. He was on, um, I think he was on Fox this morning doing another interview. Huh. But uh, He says, okay, you ready for this? Lou says, I've seen personally some documentation that's very compelling from from a particular foreign country Um where they had a recovery of a vehicle and um, they had some, some countries conducting scientific analysis on it. And uh, after World War II, uh, allegedly uh, parts of that, that vehicle were, were brought to the United States. He later says, it was Italy. I saw some documentation. Look, I don't want to get too much into conspiracy side of the house. There is some documentation that has been validated that was from Mussolini himself. It was authenticated. So he's basically saying there was a UFO crash in uh, fascist Italy. In Italy, you know, and Mussolini they, had it checked out. Yeah, and uh, it says uh, post-war parts were brought to the U.S. <laughs> that's interesting, for sure. Yeah, you know. That's, that's the guy that's... Uh, that's the he, guy who led the program, who, who doesn't lead the program now. I was just going to ask that. Is he he's not involved anymore? Oh, um, the now it's called the UAP Task Force. Who's who's the head of it? Who's doing it? I don't think anyone knows. Right. But um, Lou Elizondo led a tip. Um, 
I don't know, AATIP. I don't know what the acronym stands for, but ATIP, right. which is what the uh, government called the program a few years back. You know, so that was interesting. Yeah, that's definitely like a nice nugget. Um, you know, just uh... I'm going through my Twitter feed because I have so much. You know, I, anytime. Um, you know, I, I, I see something that's it's uh, relevant. I, I post it. It's kind of a you know, not only to get it out there, but just to, right. for myself. You know. Yeah. Um. So I'm just going through this because I was trying to find. You were talking about government officials, and uh, uh, last day or so, uh, Senator Heinrich. I'm um, not sure what state he belongs to. Just trying to find the damn thing. Pretty basically, um, just Google it. <sighs> Let's see. Uh, so he basically says, uh, Uh, Senator Martin Heinrich, among those who think there's something otherworldly about the UFO sightings in our skies, he says the technology is too advanced for humans. And what's he a senator for which state? Um, Just curious. New Mexico. Yeah, that's a pretty, that's like a hotbed, but the New Mexico, obviously, and um, Democrat in New Mexico. So it's it's bipartisan, you know, that's good. Yeah, I mean, you would hope. <laughs> you would hope, yeah. You, you would hope that's a, an issue where who gives no, a fuck. No, but it's cool. You know, you got random senators. I, I never heard of the guy personally. Yeah. You got senators coming out, you know, hey, you know, saying what's on their minds, you know. Maybe he knows more. Who knows? It's interesting, too, that... Um, we touched on it a little bit, but like, because you just reminded me, say in New Mexico, but there's certain cities that over the years have gotten reputations of being like legit crazy hotspots. Like, I don't know if you read or heard too much about Mexico City is a big fucking hotspot for UFO activity over the years. I'm not saying recently, but like in the 80s, the 70s, whatever, like they were like a city where like hundreds and thousands of people saw shit. I mean, there have been sightings. I don't really, I don't want to say I don't believe, but I, I think a hotspot is kind of a, like, not a thing. You don't. They, they come and go, you know what I mean? Either individually yeah. or they come in waves or yeah. they, they call them flaps, you know? And they don't usually stick around in one place. Over See, the years, you know. Yeah, sure. So you don't, you think that's kind of like a misnomer that um, there's like certain places that get more visits. Well, um, I do, but again, you know, Mexico City, I believe, is only the most populous city in the Western Hemisphere, so it would make sense. Yeah, people would see more, you know, or at least sure. think they see more. More density of population. Um. No, that would be an interesting 
and again, we've lightly researched this, you know, we, you know, we haven't had time to just sit down and, but it'd be kind of interesting to, to see what each culture thought about UFOs or like what their thing was like Latin culture. Well, it's certainly an Asian uh, culture topic for another episode. Yeah. Ancient alien theory. <laughs> well, the, the whole pyramid alien thing is a whole, I mean, that's a whole interesting subtopic. It's so interesting. And isn't it interesting that the UFOs that were buzzing those warships off the uh, Pacific coast were described as pyramids. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like that was the first thing that entered my head. I was like pyramids, like not triangles, pyramids, pyramids, pyramids. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it blew my mind. Yeah. It's, that's interesting. It's just, so. Uh, I mean, that's again, it makes, honestly, it makes a lot of sense. It does to me. Yeah. It makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I mean, who knew Stargate was a, a documentary? You know, I actually started just started watching that show. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm liking the fifth season. I never watched it when it was on. Um, it's a good show. I mean, it's hit, it's a '90s it's '90s television. Oh yeah, there's hit and miss. There's episodes I watched. I'm like, what the fuck? But then there's some ones that are really good. So yeah, it's uh. Yeah, you know, this is one of those topics that you, you can't touch everything in a hour podcast. It's uh yeah, I'm I'm sure there's podcasts that that's all they do is talk about this stuff. Oh yeah. Um and those are probably interesting. It's a subject that I'm going to get into more because I've it's been more time into, Yeah, I mean, I've been more into science fiction um is one of my loves. But. And I, I just want to say that um, this is all leading up to a report that's supposed to be released next month by the UAP task force of supposedly everything they have. Oh, wow. Do they have a date on that? Or do you know? Uh, yeah, there is a date. I don't. I just saw a thing. It might be released early, like as early yeah. as next week. Oh, wow. So that's something for everybody to look out for. And I'm sure if it's crazy enough or if it's, it'll be on, it'll hit everything you would think. Um, as far as I know, everything that's been released so far will be in that report. Yeah. And I assume, I assume there'll be data, you know, hard numbers yeah. to back it up. Maybe some, uh, who knows, you know, you never know with these government things, but oh. maybe there'll be some bombshells. You know, but I think that's a good way to wrap this up. I think we touched a lot of stuff in this. And like you said, you know, down the road, we could get into a certain subplot to this whole thing. And who knows if more of these reports get released, we might have to do an emergency pod where we (laughs) like, Hey, we we should make this, you know, uh, every so often thing, the way things are going. Just yeah. to keep people updated, you know? Yeah, definitely. All right, Adam. Um, thanks again for doing this. Uh, always a pleasure. And, yeah, keep keep looking out on this. I'm going to 
pay more attention to it, I promise. Um, and yeah, you know, keep researching it. And definitely when that report comes out, you know. When that report know. comes out, we'll definitely do another yeah. pot. All right, man. To go over it or something. You know? All right. Have a good one. I'm going to go eat some food. Thanks, man. All right, man.